Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. A bizarre night in some ways at the NBA draft last evening. What's happening with Kyrie Irving, who has now furnished the Nets with a list of teams that he would be open to a sign and trade to. And with the Knicks, who are making a lot of trades, yet we don't really know if they got anything. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. Don't forget, we are on your smart speaker as well at Play ESPN Radio Network. It was a strange evening. First of all, with Paolo Bancaro going number one, that was not expected 24 hours ago at this time. The thought was it was going to be Jabari Smith among everybody except for apparently a few betters who might yep. have had some information. But nonetheless, Bancaro ends up going number one, and the Orlando Magic select him without even bringing him in for a workout, which I thought was interesting. But... You also then really have the rest of the first round play out, and one of the bigger stories turns out to be the Knicks, and they trade out of the 11th pick, and they make a couple of trades so that they could offload Kemba Walker and get more assets, in turn, including a couple of more first round picks that may ever, they may not ever actually be first round picks because they're so protected and conditional. It's it seemed strange. Yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster for Knicks fans last night because we know the Knicks have been trying to get into the top five in in this in this draft for some time now. And when you saw Sacramento pass on Jaden Ivey and take Keegan Murray, you thought, oh, maybe there's an opportunity that they'll be able to trade up with Detroit and make some magic happen. And before you could even let yourself go down that road, Detroit had already turned the card into draft Jaden Ivey. But then even after that, there were some people, Ian Begley included in this group, that said that there could be some potential for the Knicks to draft Jalen Duren, who the Pistons were also high on, and then work out a trade with those guys and give them other assets for Jaden Ivey. That didn't materialize. The Knicks ended up moving the number 11th pick after they make the selection to Oklahoma City. So a really interesting night for the Knicks, and we really don't know exactly what the path is for them moving forward outside of understanding that they cleared some cap space and they're going to be players in free agency when it kicks off next week. That's what we know. Here's Woj from last night on all of it, the entire picture with the Knicks. If he was to leave and look for Excuse me, wrong one. That's Kyrie. The goal for this (laughs) Knicks team right now, Gather up assets using those first-round picks that they can use in future trades and get salary cap space to make a run in free agency at Dallas Mavericks guard Jalen Brunson. And so their goal is to try to lure Brunson to New York, his former agent. Leon Rose is the president of the Knicks, and they just hired his father, Rick Brunson, as an assistant coach. Let me ask a few questions here on this front because Jalen Brunson's a very good player. Yes. I'm not going to deny that. I think the Mavericks, if they end up wanting to keep him, will probably rue the fact that back in January, when they could have had him for four years and $55 million, declined on that because they still had the possibility open to him of trading for a max contract before the deadline. Now it's going to cost Dallas probably 115 for five years if they're going to be able to keep him. Does Jalen Brunson immediately alter the fortunes of the Knicks? He makes them better. I'm not going to deny that. But how much better does Jalen Brunson make him? And is he somebody that other players are going to look at and say, hmm, 
That's where I want to be. That's a guy I want to play with because that is what the league, even if Adam Silver tells us that the era of the super team is over, it's all about players wanting to play with other stars and have a legitimate chance to win. No, Jalen Brunson is not the guy that's going to be the one to attract other players to New York. And quite frankly, I don't, I don't think that's his responsibility. Does he make you markedly better? Absolutely. Does he make you a playoff team? Absolutely. But the guy that's going to attract other stars to New York, that's R.J. Barrett. And you need him to continue to ascend. And there's been incremental improvement since he's been in the league, and you're looking for him to take that next step. Now, the Knicks are going to have to make a sizable financial commitment to R.J. Barrett because I think – He's going to be due for a contract extension this fall, and you're talking about $180 million that you're going to have to commit to him. But that's the guy that you need to continue to develop and get him to the point where he's an all-star. Jalen Brunson helps you to that end because of what he does for your offense in the half court. We know that the Knicks are a really good defensive team. We know that their offense comes a lot easier in transition. But when they get in the half-court sets against teams that drop into their defensive sets, that's where they struggle with shot creation. Jalen Brunson is going to alleviate a lot of that pressure. And that's why you try to commit the resources that you do. You put the pieces in place that you have in order to make a run at them next week. I get not having a player at number 11 that you loved and so you want to – try to take care of some other issues. I'm not burying the Knicks on that decision. Okay. It's just, first of all, that Brunson has to come here. Now all of your eggs are in this basket. Yeah. Right now. And B. Well, here's the thing. You want want Jalen Brunson. That's the guy. That's Mm -hmm. your top target. But there are other point guards in free agency this summer that you could take a look at. Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton is a name that's out there. I like Colin Sexton a lot. Hurt a lot of last year. All of last year. All of last year. But but he's a good player. He's a very good player. player. Who else are we looking at? Yeah, Tyus Jones from the Memphis Grizzlies. Listen, he's not he's not the wow name, but he is a point guard, and he do, he was on one of the but best. But haven't teams. we been down that road? He with was the on one before. of the best teams in all the NBA. Yes, and he's behind. He's the backup to the best point guard in the league. Right no now. doubt about it. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But is he somebody that is a starter on a good team that uh, will make no, other players? Here's, here's what I'm saying, Carlin. These are other options yeah. if Jalen Brunson falls through. And what the Knicks absolutely have to do this offseason is get a point guard because you don't have one. You have to get that position because R.J. Barrett needs it for his development. You like the way that he's trending. 14 points as a rookie, 17 points as a sophomore. This past year, he's a 20-point-a-game scorer. You need him to continue that upward trend. I don't know that he's going to be able to break past where he's at right now without a true point guard on this roster. I agree, but I – I still want to wait and see if he is truly going to be that guy who attracts those other players. He's on that trajectory right now. Well, you're not going to find out unless you get him a point guard is the whole point, Carlin. Yes. That's the, pro- I, that's the problem that the Knicks are in right now. My, my, my issue is I don't think it's as much of a lock as everybody else does that Jalen Brunson is going to be a Nick, primarily because Dallas can offer more money, Dallas can offer another year, and there's no state income tax. But Dallas can't offer him the opportunity to play for a staff where his dad is employed and to be at home. Dallas can't offer him those things. And you can never put a price tag on that type of nostalgia. You just can't, Carlin. You can't. 
Yeah, maybe I could. Well, you, you, you say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying all, those things matter when it comes to players making decisions about where they want to play. Hell, when I was a free agent once upon a time, I came home because but I, there was an opportunity. But even for when, wouldn't your dad even say to you, you know what, you could come here, but you could get $30 million somewhere else. Maybe you ought to stay down there. Wouldn't your dad, if he's acting your right interest, say that? Listen, man, to have a chance to play with Luka Doncic, who is a top three player in the NBA in my book, I, I mean, uh, that would be hard. That would be up. hard to pass up. And then, of course, the financial um, opportunity that Dallas presents that no other team does. But you, you don't know how players weight these different aspects of their free agency. So that's the thing. I think, I think the Knicks have done as good a job as they possibly can at giving themselves a shot at being able to land Jalen Brunson. But in the larger picture, have they actually become a destination yet? We're going to discuss that in just moments. Are they back to being a place that would actually excite potential stars to be here? Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Don't forget, tune in to an American League battle tomorrow. It is the Yankees hosting the Astros. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Coverage begins at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. There is one superstar who made it pretty clear not all that long ago that he didn't want to play for the Knicks, but all of a sudden, has that changed? Mm, We'll get some perspective on it in moments. Canty and Carlin for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute, but Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. 
Kyrie has got a list of teams that he has given to the Nets that he's willing to accept a sign and trade to. Ha! It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance on your smart speaker as well. We'll get to that in just a minute. I got something I got to ask about. So tomorrow, my wife and I are going to a birthday party of a friend's child who's turning three. Okay. Now, we do not have kids, okay? Because the fact is children ruin your life. But... (laughs) That thank, you, thank you for that, Carlin. It's, it's just, real, real inspiring. It's something that I live by. Knowing but, that I'm about to get married later this summer. I appreciate that. That sounds like a you problem. Anyway, wow. anyway, the thing is, I have not gone to a lot of these kinds of parties. I, plenty of friends, but they haven't really had a lot of, uh, you know, the kids' parties where they invite me or maybe I find a way to get out of it or something like that. But I I'm, think it's probably more of the latter eh. than the former. But I'm going tomorrow, and it's the first one I've been to in a while, and I'm still struggling to really grasp what this is when it's a bunch of adults and maybe some kids who are going to a birthday party that will never be remembered by a three-year-old, ever. Am I missing something here? Like, what... I'll go and we'll, I'm sure we'll have a couple of cocktails. It, 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 it's in a park. Yeah. There's going to be a clown of some sort. Apparently, like, why, why are they going to traumatize the kids with the clown? No, it's like a nouveau clown where it's no makeup. It's some kind of new clown. I don't know. It's a new kind of clown. Apparently. Okay. You, you'll know a lot more about this okay. than I will. With a few Is Kyrie years. moonlighting in, in the offseason? <laughs> I'm curious. Listen, no. if he's going to take the $30 million pay cut, he's going to pick up a little coin on the side. I got you. No, but I'm with you, though. Like, you're throwing a, a birthday party for the three-year-old. Now, right. listen. And it's, it's the right it's, thing to do. It's the right thing to of do. Course. Right? Okay, you have to throw a birthday they party for the They remember it kids. now. Exactly. But they, they're not going to remember this when, in the broad scheme of things. Like, they're not, they're not going to look back and say, oh, I remember Carlin got me this gift on my, my third birthday. Right. It's, it's not going to happen. So it's more of a party for the adults than it is for the action of kids, but how far can the adults take it because it's kid-themed? So, see, these are all the little nuances of what you're talking about with this shindig that's supposed to go down this weekend. And then beyond that, if you're attending, what do you get the kid? Like, I mean, do yeah. you just go to a toy store and you get them Paw Patrol? I, I just, I don't know where you go with that. Like, what what kind of gift do you give a three-year-old? Well, it's not I'm, like you can give them cash. Well, I'm say, from Jersey. Hey, That's kid, what we do. Hey, kids, spend it all in one, <laughs> don't spend it all in one place. You don't get them a gift card. Like, what, what do you get the kid? Kid, here's a here's a gift card to Bass Pro Shops. Yeah, I got you. I got you this gas card. You know, gas is high these days. Like, what do yeah, you do? And, and the, if I get him a gas card, he's only going to be able to get like two gallons right, anyway. Exactly. So you know it's, like, it's like it's so awkward because you got the gift giving portion of it, then you have like you know how are you supposed to behave yourself part of it because is it supposed to be catered to the kid? Are you hanging out with the parents? I, I just. It, it, it seems like it's really, really awkward when you're doing I want to get two other perspectives here. First of all, we welcome in Liam, who's on the show today, because yes. Liam has kids and has, I'm assuming, been to many of these before and thrown many of these. Uh, am I reading any of this situation wrong, Liam? What am I expecting here? Yeah, it's going to be, uh, you're not going to like it. <laughs> You're not gonna wow, like. Wow, we are a glass half empty show today. All right, well, lay lay out for me here. What I mean, how am I? How old is is three? Three. Oh man, yeah, those are the good ones. Because uh, you know you're gonna sit there and, and you're gonna give the kid cake and he's gonna get it. He or she? Uh, he. 
Yeah. He's going to get all over himself, and everyone's going to be taking pictures and loving it, and you're going to be like, man, I just want to eat that cake. Yeah. And you, you're going to, especially you, big yes, fella, you're, exactly. you're going to say, that is a waste of cake. So I'm going to be, be looking at like, is that buttercream? What am I looking <laughs> at there? <laughs> no, but I mean, how, how close to these friends of yours? Very close. Oh, so they know you? Yes. All right, so bring some Coronas, and you'll be all right. All right, that's fair. But you can't get That's blasted fair. at the well, three-year-old birthday party. I'm not, no. I'm not saying get blasted, Canty. I'm just saying if they are true oh, wait friends a of this, yours. This is breaking news because Liam is suggesting going to a party and drinking and not getting blasted. <laughs> this, that would be a first. That would be a <laughs> For first. For me, yes. For me, yes. <laughs> but, all right. Uh, so so that's, uh, that's what I'm saying, though, Carlin. You don't know how to conduct yourself because it's a, it's a party where the kid is the theme of the, like, it's a And I'm showing up with so a you're six showing pack. Up, you're showing up for the kid, but you're showing up with booze? <laughs> hey, kid, why don't you try this? I'm sure your parents don't let you have this during the week. Like, I, I don't, like, that's the thing that makes it awkward. Show up with a 12-pack of the Beast. Right. <laughs> and it's really more like an 11-pack because I'm handing it over and right. taking one out. And, yeah, and you put it in a sippy cup and you let them have at it. Like, I, I just don't know what you do with that. Bubba, as somebody that does not have children but has been to many of these, how have you handled yourself here? Yeah, so for me, I have a godson, and then he has a younger brother. So I've gone to many of these, and they live up in Massachusetts, and I have a bunch of friends who from Connecticut who now live in Massachusetts. So basically what it's ended, what it worked out to be is – we basically just go up to Massachusetts and we just hang out and it basically just becomes a, a gathering and a catching up of all of my friends. Right. So the, the one, two, three, four, five-year-old birthday parties, the kids are just doing whatever. I don't even know. They're moving around, <laughs> doing whatever, you know, playing on the ground, pinatas, doing whatever. And we're just on the deck. Drinking some beers, catching up, having some fun. Why don't you just hand the kids? So. Honestly, why don't you just hand the kids forks that they can stick in outlets the way that you're describing? <laughs> I mean, right. for all I know, that happened. I don't, I don't know, but I mean, it, so it's honestly not that bad. You know, the only difficult thing was, just, you know, I got to drive two hours both ways. But um, apart from that, it wasn't that bad. Like, you know, now is the kid going to remember any of it? Obviously no. not. So that's. No. You could argue, should you be having birth? That's the question. Should you be having birthday parties for children under the age of five? Yeah, you, you, mean, you, should, you should be having the party, yeah. though. You should you have should. the party. Yeah. The party is necessary. You're having the party for yourself. I mean, well, 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 that's the thing, though, Bubba. It seems like this is something that, that's self-aggrandizing for the parents rather than focusing on the kids. I mean, but I know you, I had a party when I was the, two. I'm sure you all did, too, but we don't remember it. No, don't we remember. don't, but the kid is going to feel a way if all of their peers are having birthday he's parties. He's not going to know if he's one. two. Yeah, he's going to know. He's who's going to tell him? Because he's going to go to other parties. He's going to go to other parties that parents are throwing for the two-year-olds, for the three-year-olds. And the kid's going to be kid, taking notes saying, look, I got a host. The, the, exactly. The kid's going to think about, like, what, what, what the hell are my parents doing? All I can tell you is when I think about birthday parties as a kid, I, I, I just, all I think about is being traumatized. My, and my, God bless my mother, okay? She did not... I, I was the youngest of six. What, what was the thing that traumatized okay. you? I was, I'm youngest of six. Okay. And by, uh, by an eight-year gap. Okay. So I wasn't exactly in the plans to begin with. But se- <laughs> wow. That's true. But, sec- but secondly, I was probably 10, and she knew... I loved sports when I was a kid, Yeah, obviously. I loved football. And my mom thought, you know what, here's what we'll do. We'll get a good football movie. We'll have the kids to the house. We'll have cake and pizza and the whole thing. Nice. She goes and gets the football movie. She got Brian's song. 
Wow, that's not a it's it's, it's oh a movie God. with football. I wouldn't necessarily classify it as a football movie. Yeah, wow, yeah. So you have so a talk room. about taking the party down. You have about nine ten year old kids who are bawling, <laughs> scarred for life. There, exactly. And well, he's telling the story now, and he's a far cry from his sixth birthday. But, so yeah, yeah. Listen, she she tried. That's all I can say is, but that one, that left a mark. Yeah, she didn't do her research on that one. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. How am I supposed to handle this tomorrow? I have no idea. We're we're not getting great advice from the guys behind the glass. Well, I... I think we're giving great... Just throw some back, have a great time. What are you talking about? Listen. Guys, that can't be the answer to it. Getting hammered at a three-year-old's birthday party well, what is, is not what's the way your to advice? Go. Have you given any advice? I don't have any advice, okay? I don't go to birthday parties for toddlers. I'm All sorry. Right. Well, so far, I don't have a lot of experience So, so with far, that. the advice from the two people who have gone is enjoy yourself and drink a Corona. <laughs> or seven. <laughs> Find your beach, Carlin, at the three-year-old's birthday parties, what they're saying. Is Snoop going to be there? That, now, that, it, that, that's, a party. Party. that's a party. That's a party. Uh, honestly, if you've got advice on this, I want to hear it at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Exactly what am I supposed to do at this party tomorrow? And I'm looking forward to seeing my friends. Don't get me sure. wrong. But I, I'm a little bit thrown so, off. So are birthday po- parties for toddlers just an excuse for adults to just hang out? Well, I think that's what we'll find out when we hit the phone shortly at 888-SAY-ESPN. Okay. Gotcha. It kind of sounds like it right now. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Let's hit a couple of calls here real quick on this birthday 
party situation. We're going to start with Langer up first. Langer, you're on ESPN Radio. What do you got for me here? Hey, first off, I love you guys. If they have one of those auctions for around the golf, I'd, I'd bid on you, Carlin, all day. Canty, great player. I'm from Pittsburgh. I know football. But three-year-old birthday parties, I had one two weeks ago. I'm 47. My first child just turned three. And we had snow cones, cotton candy, popcorn machine, nacho cheese machine, hot dog steamer. Every adult there said it brought them back to, like, Coney Island. You know, like, mm. it brought them back to that time. And there was a – I didn't drink. I didn't drink. I drank a lot of snow cones. But there was plenty of booze there. But the adults you know, kind of merged with the kids. And I <clears throat> guarantee you those three-year-olds will remember that. What? And the clowns weren't creepy. Appreciate it, Langer. I agree with everything he said except for the last part because crowns are always creepy. But here's what I'll here's what I'll say. I think it's pretty cool to have the nacho machine, oh, and yeah. the cotton candy machine, and the hot dogs and all that other stuff. Like, cause that that's stuff that you can. It, it does have that nostalgia to it, Carlin. But you have a built-in excuse in saying that it's for the kids, so nobody's going to look at you with the side eye when you decide you're going to partake in all of those things. Uh, okay, the snow cones, all of that—that's awesome. Snow cones with Louis the <laughs> Thirteenth. See, why do you have to take it there? Why do you have to take it there? Why, why do you have to take because it? Because I'm an idiot. Dave is up next on ESPN Radio. Dave, what's going on? Hey, Carlin, man, you, you know your friends. Are they the friends that invite you over for dinner on Sunday and once the kids go to bed, you're all sitting around having a good time? I mean, they, in, in theory, yes. You know, there could be a full bar. Okay, so I have, a, I have a four-year-old who turned four a couple months ago. We had a full liquor bar. We had two giant Yetis full of beer. We had 12 children under the age of seven. They all, we had the water slide, the slip and slide. Now, I'm not saying anybody got blasted, to put it into other terms, but, but we all had a good time. The kids had a great time. They kind of do their own thing, and by the time it's open presents and eat and all of that, everybody's just having a good time. You are absolutely going to drink. Thanks, Dave. So, 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 so according to Dave, there was no supervision at his none. four-year-old's party. None. The, none the, adults had, the, the adults needed it, had none, and the kids also needed it, had none. It sounds like the adults were on the slip and slide. <laughs> Previously on Greeny. Steph Curry. The default seems to be, oh, he's made himself a top 10 player of all time. And my response is, slow down. He is an immortal. He received the key with this championship to that tiny little room in the Basketball Hall of Fame that is reserved only for the immortals. But there are more than 10 people in that room. And so the question is, does he actually make the top 10 right now? Weekly Rewind is brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. We're talking about this birthday party I have to go to tomorrow for a three-year-old that I haven't really done before in in quite some time because we don't have kids. We're going to get back to that in just a few minutes, but... I want to get back to last night and everything that happened with the draft and welcome in Bobby Marks, our ESPN NBA front office insider. First of all, Bobby, 
let's get your take on this. I'm going to a three-year-old's birthday party tomorrow. As an adult, what am I supposed to expect here? This is not something I have done very much before. How are you about, uh, about making balloons? Can you do that? Can you make balloons like giraffes and like stuffed animals? You have that expertise? I can make a worm. <laughs> That's about it. In other words, I could blow the balloon up, but no, I don't know how to make balloon animals. Well, how about just, just, just treat it like you're going to an adult party, but there's just a bunch of run, three-year-olds running around. How's that sound? That sounds great, that, because that means I'm going to have a good time. And uh, Go ahead, kids. Do your thing. That means you're going to be lubricated as well, right? I mean, well, here's the good thing, Chris. Chris, you don't have any kids, right? I do not. So you don't have any responsibility to keep an eye on all these little ones running around. This is That's true. a way to look at it, Bobby. I appreciate <laughs> yep. that perspective. Out of all the people we talked to about it, that is an awesome perspective. But let's get to it. Let's get to what happened last. And for the record, never been interested in responsibility. So great call. There we go. But Bobby, let's get into what happened last night. And leading up to the draft, we had heard that Jabari Smith was the name to watch yeah. with the number one overall pick to the Orlando Magic. It ends up being Paolo Bancaro. From your perspective, why was the why why did the Magic make the decision to go Bancaro over Jabari Smith? It, and it's interesting because you know he didn't go there and, and worked out. Um, you know, certainly didn't visit. Um, I think you just. I actually thought all three players. And we talked about it was kind of like a coin flip here, right? It's kind of almost you get to a gut instinct, whether it be Jabari or Chad or um, in this case Paolo. Um, you know, I think he, he probably fits a little bit, maybe maybe more of a win now player. Although I thought you could put Jabari out there and have him play twenty five to thirty uh, minutes a night. I mean, uh, a big shot creator. Um, you guys saw what he was able to do at at Duke here. So I, I did think there was, I didn't think there was really that much of a, a separation between um, the top three the top three players here. So. Um, it caught, certainly it could probably caught us all a little bit off guard um, when we got going, but it, I think it's you know different than let's say if um, John Morant would have got selected number one instead of Zion, where Zion was you know I guess the clear cut favorite there. But I just think in, in Orlando too, I think it's you know it's a lot of it's going to just be based on their guard play. You know what how Paolo develops, Wendell Carter, their bigs develops um, based on their, their guard play hasn't been great, and that's going to be probably the big thing that they'll need to address moving forward. Bobby, what do you think the biggest story out of last night was? Um, I thought, you know, certainly New York is interesting – because, you know, they, they basically, I would say, I guess, punted on the draft and with an eye on free agency. And we don't know yet who that person is going to be in free agency, right? I think when you move out of the 11th pick and you, you I know you, they recouped, I guess, what, three ones. But I think really, realistically, Chris, one of them will probably come to fruition. The, the, the two from, the one from Detroit and the one from Washington has, you know, they're, they're, they've got pretty heavy protection that will turn into a, probably a second round pick. And so you've got one pick that, you know, and you got rid of Kemba. Um, that's, that's probably the storyline for me is that New York has an eye on, you know, whether it be Jalen Brunson or maybe it's Kyrie Irving. Um, they still have a little bit of work to do to create more room, but that's probably, you know, probably that's the biggest storyline for me. I think the le- lack of trades, among players was probably, I thought we were going to be pretty active, whether it be John Collins from the Hawks or Malcolm Brogdon from, from the Pacers. I, I do think we were going to enter a pretty heavy trade season, um, you know, in, in the next, uh, next 10 days now with the draft over. 
Bobby, what team helped themselves the most last night? Who had the best night in the draft? I thought Houston did really well. I mean, I thought when, you know, you get, you know, Jabari Smith falls to you at three. Um, Tari Eason from LSU. You Peso. Know, four. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a, you know, uh, huge hands, you know, can uh, versatile defender. Ty Ty Washington at 29, we thought he could be potentially in the top 20, a Kentucky guard. Um, I thought they did. Um, I thought they did really well as far as what they were, you know, how they entered the night. And um, you get three players that, um, you know, kind of can, you know, eventually help you, you know, down the road. Bobby Marks, ESPN's NBA front office insider, joining Canty and Carlin and for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Uh, with this situation now with Kyrie Irving, now he has given the Nets, uh, according to Woj, the player or the teams that he would be willing to uh, agree to go to with a signing tra- a sign and trade or his preferred destinations, I should say. Bobby, where are we at this point? How do we see this playing out? Is it just more posturing leading up until next Wednesday? I, I think so. I think it's a lot of this is based on leverage. I think I think Chris, the, the signing trade. You know, if, if Irving, if Irving opted into his contract, then there certainly has there's from, from probably from his understanding that there's a trade that is waiting on the horizon, and that the Nets will work with him. And now is that we don't know if that's going to be the case, and is what happens if he opts in and you know refuses to maybe he pulls a Ben Simmons and doesn't play the whole year or sits out waiting you know, for a trade, the materials, I think opting out of the deal and then becoming a free agent, I think you certainly lose leverage because we basically can rule out, you know, Dallas and the Clippers and the Lakers, um, probably Miami, some of those other teams, just based on the finances of putting together a deal and the hard cap and some other restrictions there. And, um, you know, I think anytime you opt out of 36.6 million, you better make sure that there's a, um, there's a, something waiting for you on the other end at that same number, or maybe even uh, maybe even more. And uh, it's going to be fascinating because, as we said, like, does he get to the point where he does opt out if there's not a deal there, and then takes significantly less money to go to a team like you know potentially the, the Los Angeles uh, Lakers, and that would you know that's at like I think six million dollars. So that's the unknown. And then, as you guys have probably talked about, you know, they get the Durant factor is looming heavily here because it's it feels like, you know, the, what happens with Kyrie probably impacts what happens with uh, Durant. And, Bobby, that's exactly where I want to go because according to Woj, he said that Kevin Durant wouldn't necessarily ask for a trade if Kyrie does not return to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I know most people in NBA circles – are operating, you know, thinking that, that that's the most likely scenario that Kyrie does come back to the Nets in some form or fashion. But let's, for a moment, live in the world where he doesn't. What would the sure. Nets have to do? What would be their options in terms of reshaping this roster cool. uh, to make it a championship contender with KD and Ben Simmons and no Kyrie Irving? It's hard. I mean, because what happens if you trade, let's say you eventually you do trade Kyrie and he, let's say he opts in and then you – you know, you, you put together a package of, let's just say, rotational players. I don't think the value of Kyrie is going to bring you back an A-list player, but, you know, two or three guys that are on, you know, that got two or three years left. But what happens if Durant has to be traded? Now you're stuck with those players here. So I think it's hard to see a, a Irving trade where the va- the return will keep you at a championship level. You know, base, especially when you've, 
you've committed, you know, 80, 90 million dollars to Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons here. So that's I, that's that's the challenge here. And it's as I said yesterday, you know, if, if Kevin Durant ever was on the open market, if we ever got to that point, I think what Brooklyn could get for him probably is probably the most that any team, you know, probably in league history based on a player that has four years and is in the prime of his career and is an MVP when healthy. Bobby, awesome stuff. Appreciate the insight and the guidance for tomorrow, frankly. Thanks. <laughs> well, good luck to you. Enjoy the day. <laughs> I appreciate it. Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider, joining us. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Cutting the price of your wireless bill feels good, really good. Actually, it feels great. You should try it. So cut your bill by switching to Straight Talk Wireless. Now offering our $45 silver on limited plan with five gigabytes of hotspot and nationwide 5g on america's largest most dependable networks the 45 dollars silver unlimited plan from straight talk straight talk wireless no contract no compromise a month equals 30 days see terms and conditions at straighttalk.com 5g capable device required actual availability coverage and speed may vary before we get back to the calls at 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776 the one thought I have about Kyrie that I will not rule out here is that if somehow the Jalen Brunson plan for the Knicks does not come to fruition and he ends up staying in Dallas for more years and more money and the Knicks have cleared all of this salary cap space, I would not rule this out. I would not rule out the James Dolan factor of wanting to jump in, completely blow up the net situation by signing Kyrie Irving, even though you cannot rely on him. We have seen what we have seen before. It smells like it could be a Dolan step in the middle of this and pivot to another direction move as we have seen him do before. Man, I completely disagree with you. I think it's more likely that Kyrie ends up a Laker than he does a New York Nick. And and, and as as far-fetched as that sounds, because that would require him giving up at least $30 million this year in order to go and play on a $6 million exception, which is the only only thing that the Lakers could offer him. He He could get a max from the Knicks, but all I'm simply saying is this. If Kyrie goes to the Knicks, I I don't see that as taking them to the next level and making them a championship contender. Neither do I. It's just not going to happen. So, I mean, I don't don't think that the Knicks want to take on that kind of headache and tie up the potential financial flexibility that they would have moving forward for Kyrie Irving, a player that has proven to be unreliable. You're talking about somebody that's missed 123 games over the last three years, and it's a question mark whether he shows up to work. I I don't think that the Knicks are going to sign up for that with Kyrie Irving. I I don't think they're going to turn over the keys to their franchise to him, and that's essentially what you would be doing. Now, as far as the Lakers are concerned, I know it seems like a long shot, but – Kyrie Irving is a bit of a wild card when it comes to this, and if we're going to take him at his word and say it's not about the money, maybe he decides he's going to roll the dice on the upcoming season and hope that the Lakers are going to give him a max extension next offseason. That would be the only potential. Also, a little nugget right here, Kevin Love is getting married this weekend. LeBron James is going to be in town for that. Mm -hmm. Maybe an opportunity for LeBron to recruit Kyrie to come out to L.A.? Mm -hmm. Possibly? Maybe. Just just throwing that out there? Maybe. Okay. The thing I'd say, though, is – as unpredictable as Kyrie is, Jim Dolan can be just as unpredictable and could absolutely – listen, if he can hand him a max contract and and it's a situation that Kyrie feels like, well, I can tick off the nets and I can get my money and I can then do whatever I want, 
he could, I could absolutely see it happening. For the record, in no way should they ever do it. Yeah. It would be a nightmare to do well, it. Well, that hasn't been I'm this just res- throwing in the wild card of Jim Dolan. And, and you're right to do that. But I would say that hasn't been the MO of this regime with Leon Rose and Walt Perrin. And I know, Laura but Wild he's West. working. This is, not how they, this is not how they roll, man. So I, I know. I don't, I don't think that I. I, I, I want to give the Knicks a little more credit than that. This is not the Knicks of yesteryear. These are not Phil Jackson's Knicks. From your they lips do, to they, God's ears. They do business a little bit differently. And that's a good say, thing. And it say ESPN, Canty and Carlin in for a greenie. Now, we've been taking some calls on what I am to expect tomorrow at this three-year-old's birthday party. Because as somebody without kids, this is not something I do terribly often. And I don't know exactly how to handle this. Do I walk up to the kid and say, happy birthday. Here's $20. Here's cash. (laughs) What exactly am I doing here? And what should I expect at this party that seems like it may just be for uh, adults mostly? Mike is up next on the phone lines on ESPN Radio. Mike, you're with Canty and Carlin. What's up, bud? Hey, Carlin. I love your show. I don't have kids either. But I, the way I would look at it, if it was my friends and if I, you know, know them well, like you apparently know yours, I'd find out what sports team they like. Have they really got the kid into the sports memorabilia? The little, I mean, I know he's four, but he or three, but he's a he's a boy. So you know, if I'm a big NC State fan, if if my friends were NC State fans, I'd find the coolest NC State memorabilia, something hat, shirt, or whatever. And then get some candy for the kid. The kid ain't going to pay no attention to you. It's all about what's to eat and who to play with. But, I, you know, go have some drinks, have some fun with your friends. Hey, hey, hey stay in your wheelhouse, dude. You're in the sports business. You know, listen, I, I agree. When really, the, uh, to give you an idea, and thanks for the call, Mike, when the kid was born, I actually got the a, a mini child's recliner that is personalized with his name on it and in the colors of the parents' favorite NFL team. Nicely done, by the way. I thought it was really well done. Now, maybe you take that to the next level, and you buy the kid an outfit from that team, like the little kid helmet and jersey, that kind of thing? Uh, it's possible. I yeah. mean, <laughs> Why not? I'll tell you what I did one other time. I think for the first birthday, Okay. I got the jersey. They are fans of the Buffalo Bills. Yes, I got the Ed Oliver jersey at the first birthday, and he got a DUI a couple of weeks later. Okay, so now it's time to get that Josh <laughs> Allen jersey. You got to do the Josh Allen jersey. I think now. he's already got the Josh Allen. Oh, he's jersey. already got the Josh Allen jersey. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's what's next. Bubba, okay. just to take you behind the cur- uh, curtain for a second, my screen just went completely blank, so I don't know who the next caller is. What do we got, Bubba? <laughs> yeah, let's go to. Yeah, I was wondering what you were doing uh, under there. Yeah, <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to Jay in Vegas. Jay, what's up, buddy? What am I expecting tomorrow? Hey, guys. So, you know, I got two kids. I got a three-year-old, a 10-year-old, right? Um, and the thing is, at these type of parties, booze are essential. Adult entertainment is essential. Now, we got to be responsible with everything. When you say adult entertainment, it doesn't sound right. Okay? Right? It doesn't sound uh, at yeah. all. It <laughs> so does not we sound gotta do right. Something. So, when we go when we go into the parties and uh, these kids' parties, we always got to go every every month there's a kids' party, right? 
we're going to find out who's bringing the booze. Now, we got to be responsible. And I say for the kid, you know, maybe find them something colorful, uh, maybe a teddy bear with the t- uh, parents' favorite yeah, football team or okay. something, being on how young they are. Okay. But kids uh, love but this, is, this is reinforcing the point, Carlin. It's yeah. just an excuse for adults to get together and act like kids because we're going to use the kid's birthday party for it. That's all it is. <laughs> Think about what you're saying. Okay, we're going to find a stuffed animal or we're going to find a movie to entertain the kids. Meanwhile, we're just going to get on the booze and cut up and have a good time. What did Uncle Carlin bring? Oh, he brought some Fireball. Oh, oh exactly. great. <laughs> he brought some J-Mo. <laughs> uh, honestly, wow. I, am a, I am looking forward to it because I haven't seen these friends in a while, yeah. and we're going to have a good time. But uh, I, this has got a chance for me to be exceptionally awkward. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.